Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to an extended version of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on a Monday and the extended version of Inside Sources all the way until 3 o'clock. Those of you who... Uh, we're not listening on Friday. Uh, the fearless one, J-Mac, uh, said goodbye to KSL on Friday in a greatest of Aloha Fridays uh, for J-Mac. And I, I am sure that is not the last we will hear from J-Mac. He has some big plans and some things coming down the pike. So uh, watch him for that. Uh, in the interim, we're going to continue with Inside Sources all the way till 3 o'clock when Jeff Kaplan will come on and get you home. As always, if you want to weigh in, uh, call the U- or dial into the Utah Community Credit Union text line five seven five zero zero, or you can leave us a voicemail eight zero one five seven five seven six six eight. Again, eight zero one five seven five seven six six eight. If you want to weigh in on any of our topics today, uh, wide range from the mayor's debate to uh, President Trump's tweets. Uh, we've talked uh, national politics. We've talked about the uh, Apollo eleven moon landing, and uh, now we want to talk about stress because after all, it's Monday. And it used to be that uh, that Monday was the big uh, stress day for everyone, but it appears to be creeping into Sunday. Uh, Sunday is the new uh, most stressful moment for uh, a lot of folks. Uh, so really interesting. Wall Street Journal did a uh, an entire story on this last week uh, called Sunday Night is the New Monday Morning <laughs> and Workers are Miserable. So I don't know how your Monday morning was uh, or how your Sunday night was. Uh, but there is this uh, creep uh, of our work into our personal time and personal spaces. Uh, and I will confess, I am uh, guilty as charged of letting this creep uh, take over entire nights and even weekends at times. Uh, and it's not a good thing. It's not healthy. It's making a lot of Americans miserable. And part of it is just the expectation. Uh, really interesting, 62% of American workers uh, felt pressure to be available around the clock through email or text. Uh, and so think of that from a uh, just from a stressor standpoint. Uh, if you're always on, always uh, having to respond immediately uh, to whatever issues may come up or whatever email may pop into your email box, uh, I found myself uh, becoming uh, way more fragmented in my thinking. 
Uh, as some of you know, uh, I was out last week. I was up at Priest Lake, Idaho, uh, with my family at, uh, my family, Debbie's, uh, her family has a cabin up there. They've had a cabin up there since uh, 1979. Uh, and it's a magical place, uh, where you can disconnect. Uh, and sadly, uh, Wi-Fi has, has made it uh, to Coolin, Idaho. <laughs> Uh, and so now we're a little more connected than we probably ought to be during vacation. Uh, but it is always a, a good reminder to me of, of how important it is. It, it's one of those uh, sayings I picked up in Japan, be here now, be present to the moment. And I think this work creep is is part of the challenge for a lot of us because we do feel like we have to immediately respond to the email or the text that comes in. Uh, particularly here in the news business, uh, you always feel like oh, I, I'm on. I've got to be queued in. Do I need to turn on uh, Fox or CNN or MSNBC? Do I need to get some uh, an update from somebody? Uh, and so that becomes a, a a real challenge. And the the challenge is that when our our thinking starts to fragment, our ability to really sustain a prolonged thinking uh, about anything or a prolonged focus on family or personal issues. Uh, becomes much less, uh, and so that's a that's a big test. Uh, and interesting, some companies are taking it into their own hands. Uh, although I will say, uh, in typical New York fashion, uh, there was a New York City councilman who tried to legislate this into being. He was going to pass a law that it would be illegal to send an email or a text uh, after 10 p.m. Uh, and before 6 a.m. Uh, but I do not think government is going to be the answer to this one. So let's just check that off the list. Uh, but there are some innovations going on out there. Uh, one in particular that caught my attention uh, was a, uh, a healthcare consulting firm. Uh, Venemic is uh, what it was called. They actually created a tool for their employees uh, that would take any message sent after 10 p.m. and put it into a, an electronic queue. So put it into a little lineup there and so that it would be delivered to you at 6 a.m. the following morning. Uh, and so an interesting thing is it would it enable people to get a, a better night's sleep, uh, not having to worry about any kind of vibrations or buzzes going on on their nightstand uh, and then wondering, is that something I need to respond to right away? Uh, and of course, that's just adding to all of the, the stressed out nature uh, of workers in the United States. In fact, we're going to talk in our next uh, segment uh, about a new study out from Wallet Hub uh, about the most and least stressed out cities in America. Uh, and I bet you can guess where some of those are and where some of those aren't. We'll talk about where Utah fits into the scheme of of all of that. Uh, but to me, the the bigger question is, what are what are organizations, what are companies doing to create space where people can actually think where people can actually uh, engage in a different kind of conversation without being constantly interrupted by all the beeps and tweets and chirps and buzzes uh, from our Apple watches to uh, what's going on on our laptops and, and everything in between. Uh, we, we have to learn to step back. And again, I'm, I am going to do my public confessional. I'm really, really bad at this. Uh, and it's it fragments my thinking. Uh, and I do find after a week at the lake or when I do actually power down uh, and go for a walk with my wife, Debbie, uh, that it's it's easier to think things all the way through. And if we want people to be more productive in their conversation, to be more productive in their jobs, uh, we do have to create space for them to disconnect 
or to have the ability to think something all the way through to the end without 27 interruptions to let us know, you know, what just got posted uh, on somebody's Twitter feed or, uh, you know, that somebody had a birthday or that someone just took a picture of their food for Facebook or Instagram and they want you to see it. And it's really, really important. You should look at it right now. Uh, You don't have to. Uh, be here now, being present to the moment uh, is really the answer to a lot of the disruption that we face. But again, all of our technological advances are great if if we are using them as tools and if we are using them by choice rather than by default. I mean, how often do we go to that uh, Instagram feed and just scroll through because we don't have anything else to do? Or we're just trying to kill a few minutes in between meet- meetings. So what do we do? We start flipping through Facebook or Twitter or looking at the email. Uh, and in many of those cases, we'd be a lot better off pulling back, taking a, a few minutes to just think a little deeper, think a little bit about uh, maybe something different, think about some solutions, play some things through. Uh, that's really the test. Uh, and so can we get to that space? To me, that's the uh, that's the real answer there. All right. When we come back, uh, we will continue our conversation. Uh, we're going to talk about stressed out cities in America, most and least. This is Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Don't go anywhere. We're right here on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on the extended version of Inside Sources. Today we'll be with you all the way until the top of the hour, 3 o'clock, when uh, we will pass the baton over. Uh, Jeff Kaplan will get you home as always. Uh, as Todd Fuchs just mentioned, uh, we have had uh, reports uh, swirling around in terms of a, an officer shooting. And so we went to our inside source, Debbie DeJanovic, uh, joining us in studio. Debbie, what do we know? Well, Boyd, a lot of police activity right now, about 580 West and 5th South in the downtown Salt Lake City area. And I'm looking at a tweet by our colleague in KSL on KSL television, Andrew Adams, who just tweeted out some video of police officer putting up the yellow tape uh, around the block there. Um, it's all very preliminary. So I want to make sure that our listeners understand that we are working to confirm details of what we've heard. But an um, immense amount of scanner traffic indicating that there was uh, some shots fired maybe about uh, 40 minutes ago. And then I'm now getting information that an officer may have been shot um, appears to be doing okay from the information I'm getting, although, again, very preliminary, and that there may have also been an, a suspect shot in this incident. I don't know why uh, the gunfire appears to have been exchanged or if there was an exchange. I, we just don't have all those details yet, Boyd. But, again, this incident going down right now, right around 580 West and 5th South in Salt Lake City. If you're familiar with Salt Lake City at all, you know that that's kind of in the area of where the, the homeless shelter right. is on the west side there. There are some apartments. Uh, you can get onto the freeway, kind of in that, on and off the freeway in that area. So uh, again, our crew's on the way. Our crews are there. Uh, KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson now arriving on scene. We know KSL Television has a crew over there as well. Um, the entire newsroom is is uh, on this story right now, working f- 
to gather as many details and confirm details as we as we can in the next few minutes. Okay, if you're just joining us, uh, we we are joined by uh, our colleague uh, Debbie Dejanovic, who's giving us some a uh, little bit of inside information in terms of what she's hearing, the chatter that she's hearing out there. Again, this is a very fluid situation, so we're monitoring it very closely, uh, but we don't have a lot of details as of yet. As uh, Debbie just shared with us, uh, an officer-involved shooting seems to have taken place somewhere around the 500 South, 500 West-ish area uh, of downtown Salt Lake City about 40 minutes ago. Uh, Debbie, anything else you can tell us at this time? Anything we should be watching for as we start to break this down and get some confirmation? We've been in contact with the Salt Lake City Police Department. Their public information officers are on the way to the scene. They've uh, created a what's called a media staging area. So we know this is probably um, a, a critical type of incident when right. they when they you know set up a media staging area. They've roped off the area or uh, taped off the area with the yellow police tape, and um, and it, it appears as though from what the phone calls that we're getting into the newsroom that there are uh, a massive amount of police officers that have converged on that area. One caller, I think, told uh, our assignment desk here in the newsroom that there's many as maybe uh, 40 or 50 police cars in the area or going to that area. So it does appear to be some sort of a critical incident uh, happening not too long ago, Boyd. I, I think I, uh, I first heard about this maybe 30, 40 minutes ago and jumped right out of my seat. I was at my desk kind of prepping for tomorrow's yeah. show and, and uh, ran across the newsroom to see what we'd heard. So very dynamic situation possibly an officer-involved shooting at about 5th uh, West and 5th South in the downtown Salt Lake City area. Yeah, really interesting uh, note there from Debbie that, uh, that when a staging area is set, you know something, at least something significant has happened. If you've got a staging area for the media to set up, uh, that means the police know there's something they're going to have to talk to everyone about. I'm sure as well um, our social media um, producers are going to be broadcasting anything that we can live as it comes out of uh, that uh, press conference. I'm sure that the public information officers will be holding it any time. Salt Lake City PD does have quite a robust uh public information officer unit, a PIO unit. And so I'm sure they'll, they'll have a few of them there to answer our questions. And we often broadcast that live on our uh, KSL News Radio uh, Facebook account. Okay, fantastic. Debbie, thanks so much for giving us that inside source and uh, inside scoop there on a very dynamic, very fluid, let me remind you, very fluid situation in downtown Salt Lake City, possible officer-involved shooting uh, taking place around five, uh, 500 South, 500 West. Uh, definitely avoid that area of downtown uh, right now. Uh, any last thoughts? Uh, I think that's great advice, and that's often why we want to get this information out. If you're traveling through the downtown area, you certainly uh, want nothing to do with the, that scene over there, trying to get yeah. your car through that scene. Uh, I, I, you know, again, we've got the our crews over there, Boyd, and uh, the story is developing as these often do, minute by minute. So I'll run back out to the newsroom, and as okay. soon as I get to an update, I'll be right back in here with you. All right. Well, we will stay tuned for that. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. We will continue to monitor a uh, dynamic, very fluid situation in downtown Salt Lake City, possible officer-involved shooting. Uh, we will keep you up to the minute, up to the second, uh, in terms of any information we get regarding uh, that situation in Salt Lake City. And as always, uh, holding out uh, positive thoughts uh, for our police officers uh, as they navigate their way through that. Uh, all right, as we work our way towards the bottom of the hour, uh, let's uh, recap just a, a couple of things. And, and again, stay tuned to KSL News Radio for uh, updates uh, as we go through the afternoon. And of course, the great Jeff Kaplan will get you home as always uh, this afternoon. 
he will pick up at the uh, top of the hour at 3 o'clock and uh, safely get you home uh, with all the news and information that, that you need. Well, so we've been talking this hour uh, about stress on a Monday. And there's always stress on a Monday. Uh, We talked in our last segment about uh, Sunday becoming the new Monday, uh, where we have this mission creep, uh, work creep into all of the uh, spaces of our of our lives. Uh, Part of that is manifest in uh, what comes out every year, uh, and that is the most and least stressed out cities in America. And, you know, workplace stress alone uh, Costs society more than three hundred billion a year. Uh, so Wallet Hub does uh, does this survey where they can uh, check in and see what's going on in terms of uh, stressors on the American people. And uh, you may not be surprised to hear some of the most stressed out cities uh, are all on the uh, eastern side of the United States of America. Uh, the number one stressed out city is Detroit, Michigan, followed by Cleveland, Ohio, Newark, New Jersey, Baltimore, Maryland and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So a very East Coast bias there when it comes to uh, the most stressed out cities. Uh, Interestingly, most of the least stressed out cities in America are all west of the Mississippi. So you have places like Fremont, California, Bismarck, North Dakota, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, Overland Park, Kansas, and uh, Irvine, California. Uh, are all places that are have far less stress. Uh, and some of the factors that they put into this is uh, everything from how long you spend in traffic every day, congestion, uh, how bad is your commute uh, every day, to uh, things like the unemployment rate, the divorce rate, uh, and, a, and a host of other factors that they uh, factor into uh, what makes us most stressed out. Uh, but again, it's an interesting thing that uh, most of the stress, the high stress cities are are all east of the Mississippi, where the least stressed out places are west of the Mississippi. Uh, I think West Valley, Utah was the least stressed of the Utah cities uh, in the survey. Uh, so kudos to West Jordan for uh, chilling just a little bit in, in terms of uh, what's happening out there. Uh, but obviously, there are a lot of things to uh, to be stressed out about. But many of them are self-inflicted, and this uh, constant chase, the the rat race of it all, uh, is often what gets us into uh, into a not good space uh, in terms of uh, our relationships, our ability to be productive at work, our ability to make a difference in the community. Uh, all of those uh, are things that I think we have to take a, a good hard look at uh, as we try to move things forward in a positive way and create space where we can really thrive. Uh, and so we have to uh, to make sure we're, we're checking all of those things out. Uh, I do want to remind everyone that we are monitoring and following a situation closely in downtown Salt Lake City. Uh, we did have one of our texters just text in that 500 West is closed uh, between 5th and 6th South. Uh, and that there is indeed a large police presence there. We do have uh, our team uh, over there heading towards the staging area for the media. Uh, the police scanner chatter uh, has indicated that there may be an, an officer involved shooting again very early. Uh, we do not have confirmation on any of that. Uh, so we do just want to advise people to avoid that area, 500 South, 500 West area of Salt Lake City, uh, just avoid that area completely at the time. 
and stay tuned to KSL News Radio as we will continue to monitor this developing situation. We've got Debbie Dejanovic uh, checking her sources uh, as we speak. Todd Fuchs has been giving us uh, up to the minute updates uh, on what we know and what we don't know yet uh, as it relates to this. Uh, uh, police uh, involvement, uh, potential shooting in downtown Salt Lake City today. So we will continue to monitor that. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio for all of that. Uh, when we come back after our bottom of the hour news break, uh, we will drive towards the conclusion of the extended version of Inside Sources. We'll talk about uh, some of the lessons I learned from the lake last week when I stepped away from the hustle and bustle. So stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. We'll be right back.